Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 7th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, it's Victory Monday. The Illini are Big Ten champions in basketball. You know, really? all as well. Yeah. I've not paid attention to a lick of that. What was? Oh, Wisconsin blew it against Nebraska. I saw that, right? And now they share the title. Share the title, the uh, title so it's with kind the Illini. Two years a backdoor, in a row. Two years in a row. Title. Okay. Now, good. You know, That's good. Something to be proud since of. Since we we don't honor Michigan's fraudulent yeah, Big Ten true. champion claim when that's they true. they decided to you know not play a game against what uh so where are they seeding you these days? So the bracketologists, where are you guys at? Like a three line, two probably line, probably like what? a four, four. Okay, all right. I, I gotta get back into they, got some, they aren't. I I don't feel good about this team. I uh they got some flaws. Some, Look, I some had noticeable flaws. I have I, I don't have any great dog in the fight, but the Coach K thing was oh. incredible to see. I mean, unbelievable how that transpired. I know Carolina's that was like a I just became engrossed in watching that the whole the fallout, the pictures of the people crying, everyone the shot and Freud celebration from Carolina, Maryland. JT maybe down on his luck. I don't know. All of a sudden, he's a Duke basketball fan. Oh, he claimed, come on. Come he claimed on. he was just a sports fan. He wore Duke Nikes. He was showing them off. He's like, I got my Blue Devil Nikes on. See, that's, so, like, too, that's too What much. is this? Alabama football, Duke basketball. I know he was like a big Kobe fan, which made him a Lakers fan. Like This is like, I mean, come on. That, Sounds I don't know. a lot it's, like LeBron. He's a Cowboys fan. He's a Yankees fan. He's a Dodgers fan some days, you know, Indians when they were in the World Series against the Cubs, he was the yeah. Indians fan. It Listen, just... I I um I, I I would love to pounce on JT. I I love doing it, but in the in the act of me being a fair human being here, I I think it's pretty awesome that he got to go to that game. I'm pretty jealous that he got to go to that game. If I had millions of dollars i probably would have tried to go to that game you know sure, if i had sure. hundreds of millions like jt probably has uh yeah. in the bank at this point yeah i would have gone and uh yeah. i would take pictures and i would have been really happy about being there so i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not pouncing but I'm on saying JT. it seemed like he was going in as a duke supporter then they lost and he's like i'm just i, I i'm going based it solely off of instagram and shoes if he had just pulled pulled his shirt back and he had a unc jersey on there you go. All UNC right, UNC was the shit thing. back in the day. In the nineties, UNC, I, I, I didn't like Duke. Didn't like Shashevsky. UNC, Dean Smith, that Vince Carter team. You sure. know, Shaman Williams, Ed Coda. I'm a little older than you. I was a Stackhouse. Stackhouse. Sheed. That yeah, was like Sheed. that was those are two separate eras. I gotta, 
I think I have an Adamala Okalajwa signed T-shirt. When I ran into him <laughs> outside. I was I was down at Carolina. I've been to a game at Duke, uh, D- Dean Dome. I wonder what I could get for that. How about, how about Shusevsky getting a bench? And uh, <laughs> what do you get a bench? I don't See, know what the. What? Meanwhile, Dean's got the entire dome, and Shusevsky gets a yeah. bench. That's well, it? he's got the coach cake court already. I mean, it was <laughs> like. That was so. What happened tonight was unacceptable. I was like, no, no, it was. The season's not over, and then he like storms off into the corner. It was, it was unbelievable what happened. All right, that's our college basketball open. We had a bunch of golf, uh, endless golf stuff to talk about here. We have Bay Hill. We got the Hogue Classic out in uh, Newport Beach Champions Tour, LPGA, Puerto Rico, the Tom Hoagie Classic, Ke- Kenya. Did Bernhardt get it done? God, no, I saw some, I, you know, I sent a tweet out that, you know, I don't know how many people got my sarcasm. Underappreciated. Being underappreciated. I bet zero people got the sarcasm. That's I got what, a text from a buddy that said that, get, that bit gets made him me chuckle. Uh, I, 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 something, I, I, well, I never will, but. We should dive into the Schwab Cup points and how those are calculated because I think Lauder's won twice and he's now been jumped by the Goosen who won today and he's only won once. I don't know how they do in the Schwab Cup points. It seems like they need an audit of those. But we'll, a lot of golf to talk to. Let's start with Bay Hill, most recent finish. I um, need a day off after Bay Hill. What's that mean? You talking about Rory? <laughs> Rory's quote? Are you mimicking Rory? Yeah. <laughs> So a lot, I imagine a lot of uh, people are going to talk about setup, and I think we should probably start there too. Um, it was very hard. It was very firm. Let's just read Rory's quotes in full. By the way, uh, Scotty Scheffler won second win in three starts. He's a very, very, very good player, uh, and has been playing some of the best golf on the PGA Tour for a year now. So it's not like, um, yeah, well, know, real quick on Scheffler. Let's get Scheffler out of the way. Who knows if he played best this week? Who knows? Anybody he could did say. five as fairways could, on as Saturday, you could tell, uh, Sunday. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday were a complete bloodbath that, yeah. you know, the really great shots were seeing very mediocre results. And, right. uh, you know, there's so much thick rough out there that it's just kind of silly. But anyways, at the same token... Scotty Scheffler is a great player. We don't know if he played best this week, though. There's could have been you could pick like twenty players, and you could say they played best. Yeah. But um, he uh, he's great. We knew this was coming. Um, yeah. I think anybody that was like getting uneasy about him not winning, that's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. he he was contending in majors at uh, you know, the first major that he played in, Harding Park. What, he was in the mix to the very final end group. when he I finished he in the second. Final group on Sunday. Did he end up yeah. finishing second in that? I don't know. That one? I, I don't know. He might but have anyways, on Sunday. I this guy, remember. so legit, shouldn't yep. have had to sit down on the, the biggest. All you right, know, all right, all right. He shouldn't have had what? to sit down on the Corn Ferry okay. Tour yeah. for as long as he did because he was clearly the best player, uh, you know, one of the best players on the Corn Ferry Tour right away. Um, yeah, yeah I don't know what big, more. He's, yeah. He's number one player in the world. Number one New. player in the world. Yeah. Number one. New number one player in the world. The first time I think Justin Ray or, or Phil Allen, I believe, had it. First time ever in the history of the OWGR. Top five are all under 30. Um, he's number one in the FedEx Cup. He's, you know, pulling it together. Now the, all the close calls are now becoming wins, uh, two of three. But like you said, we don't know if he was the best player. Um, 
I'm just going to read Roy McElroy's entire transcript because it wasn't a lot. It was like three, four questions. Um, and I think that will launch us he into a larger a day. He needs discussion a day about off. the weekend. Is there a balance between playing here and other events? Must give you a kick here, doesn't it? And I think these were some Euro journalists sort of trying to wind them up, and they did. Um, I feel punch drunk, to be honest. This weekend, it's like crazy golf. You don't get rewarded for good shots. Like, I'm venting here, and I'm frustrated and whatever. I think as well as the frustration, it's a carbon copy of what's happened the last three years here. That is correct. Yes. The final round scoring average 2020, 2021, 2022 is like 75 on the button. Give or take like a couple decimals. Um, he's right. Carbon copy the last three years. I started off really, really well with the 66 or 65. Uh, Friday afternoon conditions get a little tougher. Then over the weekend, it's sort of been the same stuff. So three years in a row, same stuff. You lead and then you regress and come back to the field each and every day. It's frustrating. It's hard to keep your patience. So they said, you know, and then you've got next week with the players. He goes, exactly. Sort of the way the conditions are, it makes you feel as if you're not playing as good. Like I'm playing good. I'm hitting good shots. I'm swinging the club well. I'm chipping well. I'm putting well. But it can knock your confidence whenever the conditions are like this. I'm certainly playing better than shooting eight over on the weekend. It's just a matter of trying to regroup. Forget about this week. And next week's going to be a completely different test. So they say, you know, you ask them, like, does it feel like you can't go anywhere? You have OB one way, rough the other way. Fairways burnt out. What are you doing on the tee ball? He goes, it's not. It, it's really hard to get close from the fairway anyway. <laughs> so you may as well just have a rip at it. Wherever it goes, it goes, and you sort of figure it out from there. Unless it goes OB, which he did hit on OB on 15 Saturday. Uh, at least one. So that's interesting take about you just got to rip it. Like you can't from the fairway anyways, you're, you're not getting close. So that's a little bit of frustration, but also a little bit of truth too. Uh, do you think some of the guys would think twice about whether to play if it stays like this? So this is very manufactured to get a scoring average of 75 three years in a row. Yeah, they need to do something about it. There's a lot of guys that sort of stay away this week to get ready for next week. Next week's become such a big event, 20 million. The four majors are sacred in this game, but it's very close to being among them with the way it's going. All right, all right, Prince Upon. Carrying Major, some water for yeah. Jay there. As I said, I just need a day off tomorrow to forget about what's happened this week and just sort of focus on next week. So what should they do? I think it's a golf course setup issue. Maybe just trying to make it a little less penal when you miss, I guess. And he knows he's misspoke here. Or not penal when you miss. I don't mind golf courses that are penal when you miss. It's, but it's not rewarding good shots. I think that's where it starts to get across the line. By the way, you know, it's moot because Arnold Palmer is not alive. So, you know, it doesn't matter. But if Arnold Palmer were alive, there's no way he's saying this, right? I mean, he's challenging them to change their tournament and change the See, course but that's and the saying guys should society. stay alive. You should yeah. say it no matter what. Disrespecting um, Mr. Palmer. Like, if you said this at Muirfield Village, like, you, I mean, you wouldn't say it because Jack's alive. But, anyways, that's that's beside the point because Arnold's not alive and, and he said it. So, all right. So, I, I kind of I feel very conflicted about a lot of this. All right. I don't think I think Bayhill is a very shitty golf course. Okay. I want to get that out there right off the bat. Um, I think, like, this is it shitty for a PGA Tour event? No, no. I, I think it's just a bad golf course to start. Okay. All right. There isn't a lot of like strategic value out there. Right. Yeah. And when it's narrow and thick, like really thick, narrow and firm, it's going to be really hard regardless. Right. I think some of the things that they've done, uh, 
you know, I wrote about them. Uh, you know, Brentley Romine did some really good on the ground reporting, actually. Like Land Cooper, un- un- PGA un- Tour. Unearthing this, and and most importantly, unearthing that the, the tour's uh, competition, competition. Ag- agronomist's name is Bland Cooper. I don't know how that happens, but it's, it's, it's interesting. Bland Cooper. Which is quite a good name. It's a great being- name. Being trying to keep things bland, and and it, this is what the tour is kind of trying to avoid week in week out, right, right. here. This right. is this is kind of when the golf course becomes the story. That is not what the tour wants. But like this, Rory's right. This has been three years running. Like it, it and. I think in a way it gives the tournament a little bit of an identity. Like I'm not. Yeah. Again, we get to watch this every single week of the, the year. We watch the identity. same thing every single week of every year. And this week, this tournament has like managed to like create an identity. What I don't think the identity is great. I don't really <laughs> like it. It's not really fun to watch. Like it, it was like I kind of was watching this afternoon, wondering, and, and yesterday, like, what's going on? Like, why? Are, <laughs> Why is this this way? Why are I thought, these shots like not like it's the same thing? You're just that, watching yep. the same hole yep. over yep. and over again. It's like you're just watching these guys get punched in the face. Like I get that the majority of the golfing public struggles with golf, and they feel like oh, this makes me feel better that this like contrived setup is really getting these guys. That's what's contrived about that's it. That's ridiculous. The firmness, the rough. Well, what's the firmness, contrived? The rough. The rough. It just. It's, you can't hit good shots in certain situations. I'd say where it got to me, especially was Saturday 15. afternoon. Well, just well, fifteenth, fifteenth, fifteen is now so bad it's good. I mean, it's fallen into the category, the DLF category for me. It's so it's, bad it's good. It's so bad. You're either OB or blowing it through the dog leg, and then like the green's not holding anything as well. It's just it's and you got the and you got the hedges on the tee, just the the straw that stirs the drink. It's so bad it's good. But where it got a little like really dawned on me is is maybe less of an architecture eye, but I think I I know enough now, but. Was like Saturday as just a viewer, the same thing just kept happening over and over and over again. It lands and it runs to the back and it gets gobbled up by the rough. It lands, runs to the back, gets gobbled up, and it just kept happening to the point where like, all right, well, this kind of stinks. Like this is kind of this. I, I don't know. Somebody said, I think Joe Lamagna is like, this is gimmicky at this point, right? It's yes. gotten to gimmicky. Like it's it's which is another you know contrived would be kind of of a piece with that. Saturday, it really started to hit me. It's like, I, I'm watching the same thing. They're going to the next guy, and it's happening. Then the next guy, and it's happening. And that's, I guess, where you start to feel like, all right, this isn't the firmness isn't a great thing. You know, or firmness well, in this way, this so setup is, is not I a great I think, thing. like, this is a firmness is great. Right? I understand. I, but I, also, that's why like, I, I want to draw that NBC, out. Why this? The NBC coverage opens up is Rory three putting from two feet. And followed by Taylor Gooch three putting from two feet. And the speed, that's the thing, is the, the pace. Greens. If the greens were a, a couple notches slower, I don't think it would have been a problem. And it wouldn't, you know... I, it was not calm, but it also... They were portraying it as if they were playing, like, uh, the old course in, like, a 30-mile-an-hour 
constant gale. Like, but it, it was, was like, it was it was windy, but it wasn't it wasn't great. It was you know. It was, remember a couple years ago when it was really windy and cold. Yeah. When yeah. It was Kisner yeah. was in the mix that year, right? Yep. I think that was um, your Hatton one. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, but but you just start to see the same thing over and over, and that's where it sort of hit me. I, I guess what I want to like draw out. Like playing devil's advocate, I'm, I'm like, if I this were happening, a, I think there's a devil's advocate here. I, that's what I I've agree. been thinking about. Billy I think Boy, I, just so we get other comments. Billy Boy said it was fair. It's sort of up to the edge, but fair. <laughs> Billy Boy, he made it was a very like demonstrative pro- proclamation. Like he I had really to, put, he was Billy putting the stamp on it. it. <laughs> I did too. Hey, it's great having Billy in tournaments. He's he's very good at golf. He's fun to watch because obviously you also have the antics, but he's fun to watch golf. I well, love having him in contention. You don't know what's going to happen. He's actually not fun to watch. It takes him so freaking well, long to I hit bet. a shot. It's the shot, you know. And okay. but it's just fun because of the literally you don't know what's going to happen after he hits a shot ever. Right, right. Great baton t- baton toss on seventeen when, when he. <laughs> what happened on seventeen? He ran through the back or something. Yeah. I think. Um, Anyway, so Billy Boy said it was fair. Rory seemed to say it's not, or it's just contrived. Uh, didn't see... But Hovland, you know, younger guy, a little more um, measured, but he talked about how, you know, I was hitting good shots, and I'm not being, you know, making bogeys, hitting good shots. Uh, so, like, if this were happening, I don't know. What, what was the difference between, like, Saturday at, like, Shinnecock 2018? Like, which you defended... You know, aside yeah. from a one pin, I guess it was a fifteen. Was the one that pin. pin was um, what was the difference? Just kind of what was the difference between that being okay and this being sort of, I guess you're going to say repetitive, right? Is that in Chicago? Or like if the, this was happening at Wingfoot, they're rolling into the rough around well, those greens. I think that I think that's one of the, the big reaction? one of the big differences is like the idea of like we don't know what was like mediocre what was because they all end up in the same spot because of the thick rough around the greens it's just like velcro i i I replied to one of sally's tweets and no leg up with like it's like around the greens here is like when you were a kid and you had the velcro mitt i saw that yeah (laughs) it's like yeah if i just touch it yeah catches the ball and it's like if you hit it anywhere near the green it could be a horrible shot bounding to the left and it just stops because of the rough. If your ball just is trickling through like we saw with Billy Boy on 17. Yeah. He, he had a really good shot on 17. And it right. just ends up in this like hairy lie. It's like, I think if there was a little bit more. Um, and you that would not happen that Wayne Foot. Obviously, like, where Shin, you feel like the better Shinnecock. players were identified. Like you could Well, I think it who's... identified some really good players. Like that's yeah. I this is where I I think the firmness really like you had to be golfing your ball. But I think where it got a little silly was like just with how thick it was around the greens, there was like no reward. You, like you hit there were a lot of good shots that ended up in really, really bad lies. Like, and just in general, you get, it was like, you know, this, the lie you get in the draw and thick rough is about the luckiest thing that you can, you know, that, that's when you get into like full luck spectrum. I think this setup would have been perfect if the rough was like an inch and a half everywhere. 
Ever. I don't. I think people would have loved it because it would have yeah. been firm. There would have been recovery options. The problem is when the rough's so thick, combined with the firm, like you just don't have any. You have no shot of recovery, and then you get around the greens, and it's just like, okay, did I get a good lie? If I got a good lie, I can get this up and down. If I get a bad lie, I'm gonna hack it and hope, and I might get it up and down. There, it just reduces the skill. The skill to hit a shot into those greens from a good lie. Like, this is the thing. If you get the course that firm, what you're, if it was all short grass, the tournament would have been hitting very, very difficult shots from perfect lies. But because of how narrow and how contrived it is with the, with the rough everywhere, just to manipulate the score... What they are doing, they did what they wanted to do. They wanted yeah. to manipulate a score around par. Yeah. And they did so with the thick rough. Where all of this comes is like narrow fairways and thick rough. If you want this type of golf, you can have it. It sucks to watch. Yeah. I, I guess I, I just want to make sure we're being like, we're, we're not just, we're not just judging this for being for sucking to watch or because i honestly i thought i i would i'm with you there on saturdays when it hit me but are we judging this as being sucky to watch because we're starting from a point where we think bay hill stinks compared to like wingfoot well, and that's true i'm not saying course. i understand i'm not arguing that's, that it is but are we only saying that it stuck to watch because we're starting it with bay hill and no it, and we're not deferring I think to it like enjoyable it's stuff about it like okay like here's the thing is if if it was like rory's quote I think it's really good. It's like it was hard to hit the ball, hit the green with the, from the fairway. Yeah, right. It shouldn't always be like a guaranteed green if you hit the fairway. Right. And these guys get that a lot. Okay, but the problem is the narrow fairways are so narrow that you can drive the ball really well and hit like four of them. Yeah, and that's the contrived part of it. Is like right. I'd much rather see. Oh, if I drive the ball well, I could feasibly hit eleven for- fairways of fourteen. Like, right. think about like what the you know if you if you drive the ball well out there, you might hit five, six fairways. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. silly. I, like you, you, right. you know, right? Okay. I think, and that's where that's where it gets that's where it gets stupid, and that's where the comment "you should just blast it everywhere" comes from, because like, if you're driving it well, it doesn't really matter because like you you still are going to miss a lot of fairways because they're so narrow and so firm. The firmness is great, but you need to have corridors that match that. Like, if you're going to have it that firm, firm works really well when you have width. Right. All right. Like all these right. all work together, right? Firm and super narrow becomes silly, especially when you line it with thick rough. If that it, rough was just like and the a, rough around a short the green, cut, especially yeah. what you wrote about, because yeah. everybody just ended it's up just, the same. It's Velcro. Kind of, it, yeah. it it just okay. It, that's why just, you had this bunched at, bunched up leaderboard was because like everybody was hitting from the same spots all week yeah. long, and it yeah. was just a matter of time. Like you might go on a run where you hit a lot of fairways in a row and you play well, but it was just a matter of time. Like if they could have kept playing and there still would have been 20 players around the league, they yeah. you could have just kept playing this tournament for days and days and days 
and nobody would have ever separated. Yep. I, I, people are going to say, oh, you guys want it both ways, right? You, you yeah. bitch when it's TPC dartboard, and now you're bitching that this wasn't great because it was too hard. I, I want to make sure we understand like where how we sort of extrapolate I, on, on I where the I like I love the, th- the firmness. I didn't love yeah. the green speeds. I think they, those yeah, were, were way too They seemed too really fast. hard to putt. Like the guys oh were my really God. struggling. There was no grass on the greens, and they were struggling to putt. Hovland was not strong. Uh, putting like that's the other thing i mean some of these guys hit bad shots hovland was bad not great putting uh, 15 was a disaster right he's in the middle of the fairway he makes five uh all world save from scheffler woodland hit a terrible bunker shot like 17 that was not a good shot he decelled like there were some bad shots mixed in with you know the course not rewarding the good shots as well. Uh, Billy Boy, li- little sloppy for Billy Boy, but but Woodland gave it away at seventeen. I mean that that was a horrible horrible bunker shot. Well, like a perfect uh, example about like the the absurdity of the setup is think about Billy Boy's uh, thing on eighteen yesterday where he had the sprinkler ad. Yeah, I have that in the guess the drop right. That was crazy. And like think about like how. We didn't see that, by the way, right? We didn't yeah, see like, nobody the saw litigation it. of that. Okay. <laughs> um, think about how crazy it is to like where like a drop makes such a drastic change in situation. Right. Like, why is that the fact? It's like, an entirely you, different shot. Stroke. Yeah, you're you're yeah. right in the same vicinity. Like, you know, yeah. that's all like green side. It's not. There's no big deep line of demarcation there. This is not twenty yards right. off, but. But by moving the ball just a very small amount, he ended up with like, and that's the silliness of the setup. Like where you hit, he hit a very good recovery shot. And then he was put into a position where he would have been completely screwed. You know, it came down to basically Scheffler, like getting his putts, finding the right line and and going in. Wiggling their way in. Yeah. 15 obviously was the massive crazy save. 18 was... I mean, 18 was skill. That was an amazing lag. 17 similarly. Like, great lag putts there at the last. But, like, I don't know. His went in at 15, and Billy Boys didn't go in at wherever. But go ahead. I was I was playing golf. I was watching this while I was playing golf with some some guys, and, and I was saying, this tournament would be perfect, utterly perfect, if it had ended up four was the winning number, and there was, like, a seven-way tie at four. That's what I'm saying with a few. Like have, it would have it would have just been spectacular. I haven't had a playoff since nineteen ninety nine there. So uh, the, yeah. That's the twenty whatever. Tell you if Bay Hill's great. I mean, uh, the course has just been tinkered and Sure. Yeah. I mean sometimes there was an era so where they were bitching about the condition, you know, the condition of it and, and now like so that's a good segue. I was watching Golf Channel after Rolfing, Mark Rolfing goes, I, I'm very seriously worried about this event. I'm worried about this event if they're gonna do this. Like Rory's basically coming out and putting the gauntlet down, like you need to change this. This cannot be how it is. Uh Brandel was like effusive, you know, he goes Players don't oh, want to be course. told what to do. Of course. <laughs> this is, this is Brandel. I know. Con, I, I, I contrived, aside the architecture of the straight and narrow. Contriving, you know, like, yeah, contriving a golf course. to, to You can, you can he, make he any golf. Point. Here's the thing. You can make any golf course hard by just right. lining it with thick, rough, and narrow fairways. You can't feasibly play well. That didn't. Wayne Foot. I mean, most guys did not play well there, except for one. 
Yeah. yeah. I, one I, guy. I, one guy played. One guy sort of did a thing. Uh, but Brandel was like, what's, what, what appealed to my heart was Brandel saying, players don't want to be told what to do. And here they're told exactly what to do, which, you know, I, I, is not good from a play standpoint. You want options, of course. But I just like, you know, these guys pampered Fs being, having to be told what to do every now and then. But perhaps doesn't make for the most exciting golf tournament. I, as for Wolfen's point, I, I don't know. Seems a little dramatic, but um, he's got a point. I don't know. Guys may just start skipping this. It's $12 million. Are you guys just going to no longer care about this because they get beat up a little bit? Or they think it's too gimmicky or relies too much on luck? It, it, it seems just, like we're going to see changes now. Here's the thing is where it is in the schedule. It doesn't make if you know, you're playing for the biggest purse next week. It doesn't make sense to go like what Rory was saying makes a lot Get of your ass kick. Yeah, like you all too many sudden, events. You don't too feel... many events jammed in March. Oh now. my god, this is why the Honda doesn't need to exist. Right, right. The um, two of these back to back is just a like anybody yeah. that play like Westy. He's played both of them. And he's going to go to Sawgrass. Is going to feel easy. That's well, the it's one. Supposed to be windy. The flip side. Supposed to be windy and dry, I think I saw, which never stops uh, us from getting over, mud balls anyway. Overseeded <laughs> rye. Dry, dry with overseeded rye is a very relative term. Remember the mud balls with the, when it had rain? You know like how much water you have to put down to, to, to overseed? See, I gotcha. Yeah. So that's up next. Let's do, uh, let's do an ad read. It was good. I, I, I enjoyed watching it. I, I mean,. That's too strong a word. I got a little tired of the whole same thing. I, here's the thing. Saturday, I but, like uh, do believe that like there is space for them to be this hard tournament. I I don't like disagree with like the identity thing. I I just it's just not a a, a type of golf that I like watching. And I and I think like I I you know this is a personal thing. This doesn't have to be you know people can like different styles of golf. That's fine. But like. I, I will say that it does give them somewhat of an identity being a bloodbath. <laughs> like, right. just being... Like, there is some value to that, right? Troy Merritt shot 87 today. Tough scene I, for Troy Merritt. But, you know. um, all right. Let, let's do an ad read. For the guy who made an impact this weekend, Sergio, getting a lot of shit for his shades. Billy Boy had to, of course, make... Opine on that as well. The town crier, I think he's called him like he's looking like Elton John. I don't know if he can pull that off. Sergio was wearing his gooders out there. Um, he Sergio, you know, takes a full swing. Look, gooder has like hundreds. I, that's probably over, overstating that. Dozens and dozens of options. I'm not going with the ones that Sergio took, but he, each person has their own, you know, preference. There's some more conservative looking ones. There's the Sergio Garish look with the white frames that, you know, made him viral in a way, I suppose. But I do know one thing, regardless of style, conservative, flashy, whatever it is, they're only $25. $25 sunglasses, especially as sunglass season sort of starts to peak here, middle of March, uh, you need to stock up. You can use the code SGS. I guess a lot of people have been using that code from what we understand. I know friends are like, perfect. I had my, my sister-in-law was like, what's your code again? I was like, I can't keep them all straight. I think this one's just SGS. And she was ordering them. Like a lot you of know, people are stocking a, up. Get you 15% buddy, off. 
had a buddy who's giving me shit about my gooders. What was he doing? What was he saying? He, he just like, you know, he's like, you know, he said something about him. I was with him and I was with my daughter. And literally, no more than two seconds later, my daughter ripped my sunglasses off my face and put them, just started biting them. And I go, this is a great sunglass. This is awesome sunglasses to yeah. have. They, yeah. I love them. I love them. I, I, I don't think I could go back to really caring about where my sunglasses are. Yep. They're no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. These aren't like, these aren't like the cheap piece of junk you get on the little spin wheel at like CVS or the gas yeah. station, right? Like these are actually good sunglasses that aren't going to cost you $400, right? So it's yes. SGS gets you 15% off. Um, they're uh, 100% UV protective and 100% polarized. You get free shipping on orders of $50. So if you get two, you're good for free shipping. You can, you can 30-day free returns. Style. 30-day free returns. Say it comes, it's it's not your style. Like I'm taking this back, sending it back. So appreciate Gooder uh, supporting the program. I, I think we should get in some contest with Sergio. You know, it's not been, you know, I, I wouldn't say we were big fans of Sergio. In this I'm space, a big but... fan. I'm a fan of Sergio. You're the, you're, I don't want history. You don't like Sergio. Ah. Uh... This whole like kissing babies and supporting the troops. I, I'm just saying we're all flawed human we beings. Flaw. We're all flawed. We all have flaws. Sure. All right. Right. Sergio's just been showing them for 30 years. Yeah. Well, well, quite I, often. If, if I was on TV all the time for 30 years, I think yeah. people probably would. That's true. Use the promo code SGS for 15% off at www.gooder. Don't, don't throw an extra vowel in there. G-O-O-D-R. Gooder.com. Stock up. All right, let's move on. I got a couple other thoughts on, on Bay Hill. I just want to clean up. Not course stuff. Um, the BFB, setting the standard, <laughs> oh setting God. an example for all the millions of youth golfers back home watching in Slovakia. What was that all about? Raking, he's limping. The guy can barely, he's on one leg and he stays this out there. Live. I was like running out the door. Yeah, and yeah. I, this is the last thing. I was so perplexed. I loved the comment. I can't remember who was in the booth. But they're like, I've never seen this. It might have been Asinger. Zayner or Jacobson. One of those two, I think, were on. I've never seen this in all my life. Somebody stick around. WD stayed out there. I don't know. What was he doing? Supporting his playing partner? He's raking bunkers, too. He's such a weird guy. He's he's a strange duck. Strange duck. Uh, The Billy Ho drop, which you already touched on. The Matt Jones putter throw. You see he's sponsored by Flex Seal now? Matt Jones is a flex seal guy. I can't believe they haven't reached out to us. They should have sent that Billy Mays guy or whoever does it out there in the lake to get his putter. He died. Flex. The other guy, the one that's not Billy Mays, who does the flex seal commercials, and his flex seal boat should have gone out and got the putter. If they want some activation, uh, that's that should have been it. Um, What else? Pillow talk. Oh my God, Azinger's new thing. It's talking about what guys are going to be thinking about when their head hits the yeah. pillow. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. What's with all the pillow talk? I heard the word pillow. Yeah, they come into the year. Come into the year. These guys are going to hit their their heads. Are going to hit think- the pillow. They're going to think about all the shots that they gave away this week. I'll well, tell yeah, you what. Last night, nobody knows who played the best. Last night, Victor's head was on that pillow. He was just thinking about this day. Last night, tonight, so much pillow talk. 
And then last but not least, I'm telling you, I'm telling you all this, all this Azinger stuff. Yeah. I remember I listened to one of No Leg Up's pods that he was on, and he talked about how he couldn't sleep at night when he was in the, the concession. How he couldn't eat anything. Couldn't eat anything <laughs> if he was anywhere near the lead. This is like all the things that he thrusts on us as like yeah. as what these guys are thinking is what he would be thinking. Yeah. He was like the most nervous wreck out there. And this is not how all those guys are, but he thinks that because he felt that way, all of them feel that way. Uh, there was one today that was like a par save on 18. He's like, oh, his head hits the pillow tonight. He's going to be thinking about that. I was like, really? He's like a par save to finish T6? I forget who it was. Might have been Billy. Then last. On you know, the, one, on the- one person who might be thinking about their finish when their head hits their pillow is Gary Woodland. Well, Yeah. I brought that up. Sorry about 17. Eagle double. I mean, his eagle was insane from the, you know, whatever that washout area. Great eagle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that area was. I didn't. I mean, it wasn't. What was that? Gravel? Seems like kind of almost like a almost Bay Hills kitty litter alley. Because there's that's not it's not like Pinehurst anywhere else on the course. But then it starts suddenly looks like. There's like sand on two sides of a concrete cart path. So. Did you notice how many times they did the high aerial shot and talked about how beautiful Orlando was? The the lakes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do the roller coaster every year. Universal is the, the cut plug for Universal on the from the aerial and they pan over to Bay Hill. They had a drone up over the part three. Or what, oh. I don't know if it was a drone, some other thing that kept popping up 14. Golf I course. I, if I had never ever saw that golf course again i'd, I'd be oh happy. come on it's a good pga tour event that works out there come on it works out it works out I, i'm not suggesting it's a good course but I, I think it's fine as it is right now it's 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 found its spot i don't know and then last but not least we talked about this last year the arnie hey hey geography hey geography it's just like you're, you're making people like second guess that he's actually great because you're putting it on too thick. Like, Arl Palmer seems like he was like an awesome, awesome person. I met him; he was incredible. He made an impression on me. But like when we did, when they brought back the Tim McGraw humble and kind montage as he's oh, playing. Always, I think we're going to do that again. We're doing that again. Like, you're starting to sort of. Make people question whether this is well, all just a smoke and mirror show that you guys are playing. And they don't do it, it for them. Byron Nelson. They don't do it for the Byron that's Nelson. Well, like what? Was he a bad guy? Like that's what I'm starting to think now. Is that is Byron <laughs> Nelson a bad guy? No, because accounts, they, he, was he doesn't late. get laid on like like Arnie gets it laid on. Yeah. When, you know. Anyways, I think you're sort not of not like, all the stories are great about Arnie. Right. Well, sure, but. I think in total, in some, very good human being, great person, obviously great for golf, and should be lionized in a way. But the way they overdo it makes like detracts from that. The actual authentic, authentic goodness that was there, you start slathering it up with this treacle, and it actually has an opposite effect, at least for I think most normal human beings, right? They're going to now be skeptical. 
that this is just you guys are just BSing us. Well, like Anyways. when when, when uh, Scheffler hit the shot on fifteen, uh, Arnie would be proud him going him playing boldly. <laughs> just like why is that? Into the why does that have to be the conversation coming down the stretch? What Arnie would be thinking about the Tim McGraw humble and kind thing? If I see that they do that every year, I'm gonna lose my mind. I can't like it's so cheesy. Stop. All right, uh, let's move on. Next event, the Puerto Rico Open. Ryan Brem. I mean, look, this this shouldn't be a this shouldn't be an event with this much. Uh, I don't know. Wait. This much on the line. Stakes. Two yes. two year exemption for uh, yeah, th- Ryan in the Brem. players. Former former family. Owners of the Polecat. Numerous people have messaged me that the Brem family owned the Polecat for really? a decade plus. He's a Michigan guy, right? Yeah. Uh, Michigan State or something. Anyways, not, this is not a comment on Ryan Brem. It seems like a great person. On the last start of his med- major medical, he either needed a solo second or win, and he got it. Unbelievable. He's like a, he's like one of your 4A guys. Incredibly, you know, not... More talented than 99.9% of the golfers in the world. Um, I guess uh, Monday Q said he lost his mother to cancer, I believe, in the, in the last year. It's like it's an amazing story that he did this when he was up against it with his major medical and, and facing Corn Ferry Tour. Um, but uh, this is not a Brem thing. The field at large, it just wasn't like, it's just not strong. It was, I think, much hey, weaker than the Magical Kenya Open, I How thought. can you say the field wasn't strong when there was a burly boy in the field? The finished top ten. Pretty good. Pretty good. The bur- did you see the undone glove move, where it has like yeah. the Velcro things just flapping in the wind? Like pretty good. Pretty good. Do you stuff. see him dunking on? Did you see him dunking on replies? No. He was dunking on replies after after the round. I said, "Wait till the weekend." Like some guy tweeted, "Like wait till the weekend, see if he's around." Oh, really? Good. <laughs> I like burly boy logged he, on. He tweeted out a clown clown emoji. <laughs> like that. I like that. He's got a, he, the burly boy. By way of just, we're talking just, about Chris Goderup. Chris Goderup. I was going to wonder if we even uh, mentioned ha- it. amateur uh, number one ranked college player Oklahoma. in some some polls, not the Velocity Global. No. Rankings, he's not. Is he not eligible for that? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I can't. I don't that. understand yeah. what his, what the eligibility is for that. Uh, but he's upholding the burly boy tradition. But also, just sort of illustrative of this field, you had Mark Hensby T seven. He played there oh, because God. he couldn't get what? in the Champions Tour. He couldn't get in the Champions Tour event, so he went there. He finished T seven, which is what they said on the broadcast. I think Kirk Byram. Kirk Byram said that. Uh, you had the Solicitor General. Oh. He was in the lead at one point. Tommy Ganey, if you don't know our nicknames for that, uh, accused of solicitation. I actually had me googling what were the, what were the rules around you know that particular line of work in Puerto Rico. Maybe that's why he was thriving down there. But it is illegal down there as well. Um, anyways, I, I was thinking Jay Michael, Monahan. Michael Kim was a big factor <laughs> this weekend. It just it's got to be a mixed KFT something or other event and like the top 30 guys that didn't get into api i don't know it's something different you look at the bottom of the board and we're not going to do that where you read off the frank licklider parker frank mclaughlin <laughs> smile smiley coffin are your last three do you like think parker it, was uh was greens? carlos franco kevin stadler like the you know like the names are what they are they're exactly what you expected 
you just gotta gotta come up with something better. It wasn't wasn't really compelling. Watching. Skip I'm Kendall sure. is in the field. I tweeted about him. I tweeted about him on Thursday. <laughs> that guy's been like a fixture in my life. Never won on the PGA so Tour. Long. Wait, He's how is he won. in the? How is he in it? I don't know. Some. How is it possible that he got in? Somebody sent us. Doesn't even have past the... champion status. He's fifty-seven. He's never won on the PGA Tour. It hasn't I think I think he's only played one non-opposite field event in over a decade. Everything else is just these barracudas and barbasols and this kind of in Puerto Rico. So, uh, but again, uh, congrats to Ryan Brem. A miracle, uh, you know, a, an amazing story at the top of the leaderboard. I would say. All right, moving on uh, on the LPGA. Look, this is this, this is a, a shame that it's this deep in the podcast that we're bringing. This well, up. I I struggled with where to put this just because I mean it ends Saturday night, right? There was just much more recent stuff. By the time we, we record this Monday Sunday, it's it's past. But Jin Young Ko, we'll do. I would argue she's now in like the J Ray zone, Justin Ray, where like Justin Ray could just keep throwing like fire, fastballs about just find more stuff, find another one. Like it's like Tiger. Tiger Annika levels where you could just keep rattling off any, you can frame it any way you want. And Justin Ray does it in a bunch of different ways to sort of impress upon you the kind of run she's on. She's six wins in her last 10 starts. These are from Justin Ray golf. Um, that's, you know, a pretty common stat that's been thrown out her 15 straight rounds in the sixties and 30 straight rounds under par are both LPGA records. Jin Yun Ko, this is Justin Ray again, has one has hit 121, 121 of her last 133 greens in regulation in tournament play. That's, That's 91.1%. So bananas. Maybe I would love to they see what she her out shot there. at Bay yeah. Hill. Yeah. How many greens does she hold there? They should have put her out there. Over her last 10 LPGA starts, she has four times as many bogey-free rounds as rounds in the 70s. Bryson withdrew again? Yeah, we got it in news coming. It's got it in news. Twelve rounds. Why does he keep entering? Four. I thought it was for the videos, so he gets the pit play. He can do did another. He, wait, did he with do a bunch the of jump cuts? Again? No, no, no. That may be coming Monday, guys. I'm so disappointed. I got to back out. It's just, it's just not where I need to be. We're gonna keep working. You know, follow me at this, that, and the other on this social media. Anyways. Jin Yun Ko, it was overnight in Singapore, you know, didn't really pop for the American audience, but again, she's just dominating. She's the best golfer in the planet, right? Well, now. yeah, I and I think the big thing with this is Nelly obviously was great last year and, and Jin Yun Ko was fantastic. It's, it could be a really, really fun year again, um, especially... I think with just the schedule that, you know, they didn't really like overlap and go head to head that much. Hopefully this mm-hmm. year we see some head to heads. Cause like, this is like stuff that golf just misses a lot of is like the actual like head to head duels. That's the, you know, that's what, you know, the Watson Nicholas rivalry dined off of that duel in the sun for, you know, for so long. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, and, she's kind of pulling away. Right, that's not to she, say Nelly but she can't hasn't win. Won, it's not. It's majors, it, it, right? You know, like this. She hasn't done it. it, it this this run hasn't been in majors. That's sure. the one thing that I'll say. Like, is that Nelly? Nelly had the majors. Yep. 
fair and the gold medal um but yeah it, it, she's the best golfer on the planet at the moment uh champ uh, lpj stays out in asia for a little bit as a ANA or whatever it's called now, Chevron, bears down on us. That's like, what, three weeks away. On the Champions Tour, Retief Goosen, we already noted, he won by a lot over KJ Choi. I did note there, did you see the guy ran out of balls? Rich Garboski or something ran out of balls. Mark Kalkovecchio was tweeting I didn't, about it. I did not see. You weren't on top of this one? No. Was, is Rich Garboski ran out, He only had three in his bag. He thought he had six. He put two balls in the water on four and had to borrow a ball. And then he had to wait on the next tee for like the guys from the locker room to bring out the same ball, so he would fulfill, you know, not run foul the one ball rule. And then he had to wait so long that they were giving him penalties for like undue delay. He ended up with like a nine on the hole, but ran out of balls. He went with only three in the bag and, and got caught with his, his pants around his ankles in the Champions Tour. I think he finished second to last, something like that. So that's your Hogue Classic Champions Tour update of the week. Let's go to news. Um, players, uh, British Open, Chris Kirk and Taylor Gooch qualified for the British Open via the API. I don't know if that makes sense. You have a problem with guys yeah. getting in the Open Championship in it four just months? seems weird. In a mid-March event where it seems like not the best. It was sort of a anybody. You don't know who played the best. Anyways, I, they've they've they're going. Chris Kirk and Taylor Gooch, good players, great players. Um, and then the Players' Championship field update. As you noted, Bryson is WD'd here late on Sunday night. That was uh, in line with what we'd heard. No Lane Up tweeted, Augusta was the best case scenario, they think. Um, and he entered the field, and then he WD'd. I don't know. Is there another event between now and the Masters where we would play? WGC Austin, potentially? Maybe I'll come come up to Potomac. What? Oh, that's DPC after Potomac? the Masters. That's after. It's May 4th or something like that. Um, so, all right. That's it. I I, I was shocked are, when they announced the field that Bryson was in it. What's after the players? Is it Zurich after the players? Valspar. Valspar. Then you get into like... I heard... Little thing on rough. Got a little birdie whispering that the tour has ordered Valspar to eliminate all their <laughs> runoff areas. And grow up rough? Yeah. Uh, hate to see the it. bland, the bland Cooper imprint is being bland stamped. The bland Cooper, bland Cooper is imposing his will to be bland. He's being himself. Huh? Hey, I mean, all it's going to do is accentuate the majors, right? Because you get a different kind of golf when you go to uh, an Augusta National. So whatever you can do that. Uh. Anything else on the players' field? I was shocked that Ricky's an alternate, like sixth alternate. I guess I shouldn't be, but like you just see his—he's on every commercial for the players. His shots on 2015. I just didn't dawn on me that he's not I, qualified. I, I do figured want he's to won say it. something. The five-year exemption runs out, I guess. But I—it's I, extremely disrespectful that they forgot Henrik Stenson was still exempt. What do you mean? I I swear I saw something on Twitter about them like forgetting that Henrik Stenson was exempt. Oh, he wasn't on the list? And I think it was because of like COVID in the five years for the open championship that he missed a year. Oh. Like and they, they didn't have him on the initial list. Oh. And then they had to add him in. 
Yeah, because they tweeted a night that Taylor Moore's first alternate. I swear he was in the field. Yes, last that's Friday. because it's because of the Stenson thing. They threw back. Oh no! <laughs> it's just extremely oh, disrespectful no. to Henrik Stenson. How they not have the? I, well, this is what made me think about it. They would never have forgotten Ricky having one more year. Right. I mean, I think he should. He won the event. He should get no. like a ten Why? years. Why? No. Right. He's so washed. you don't think Woozy should have been able to play in the Masters? You you want to start giving it, it? Then you just cripple their identity even more. Past champs. I think that only the people that make it past, you know, make it to the round of seventy in the playoffs should be in this event. Cut cut oh, the God. dead weight out of this oh, thing. There's a lot right. of dead weight. They aren't going to finish before darkness, and that sucks. No Bryson, no Phil. Uh, Bryson at least put his name in the rain for a good two days before WD. I heard something like DJ May, WD, but I don't know if there's any validity to that. But think right. about think about DJ as an announcer, given you know Azinger with how like you know nervous he is. Oh. DJ, DJ would be like, "Well, you know, you get it over there. It's okay, though." You just, yeah, you gotta get behind <laughs> go, the ball. And, still got uh, a chance. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's not. It wasn't a very good putt, but just make the next one. <laughs> um, so I think be. DJ might actually be a good announcer. Uh, be better a, than Davis Love. Week. <laughs> the forgotten experiment. Um, Okay, that does it. It's gold standard week. We'll have plenty of uh, players' championship. Maybe we will, or maybe we'll just ignore it in, in protest of them trying to make it a major. Who knows? Uh, but gold standard, big week on the pod. Thank you guys for your continued to support. Oh, we have new uh, long sleeve tees. Will Knights oh, shot us that today. Time. We're doing good this time here to at the promote it. Fifty minutes, or whatever it is. Sure, the last few seconds. A small run. Of long sleeve t-shirts. And when they say small run, that means they could be gone. By, by, I don't know. Wednesday. Or it could be all smalls in the run. Yeah. You have to log in to see. <laughs> For the little guys. Um, <laughs> small run of long sleeve t-shirts. And like, I don't know, a maroonish and a light bluish. So go to the uh, Fried Egg Pro Shop for that. All right. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Wednesday.